This is Coeur d'Alene Heights, Episode 9. Well, howdy and welcome to Coeur d'Alene Heights, a local show for local people. It's me, your host, Patrick. I'm back here again every Monday, recording live for the beautiful people of North Idaho. That's you. Hope you guys had a great weekend. We're off again another week. It's been a beautiful summer so far. Shoulders back, chin up. We are moving forward, and we are getting tan, baby. (laughs) You can get in touch with the show at cdaheights at gmail.com. You can like, comment, leave a thumbs up wherever you're hearing this. And if you really like, please share the show. So today is episode nine. It's really episode K9. What's up, dog? Now, this podcast could touch on... The history of dogs, their evolution and anthropology. I could wax poetic on dogs in art, literature, film and television, popular culture. We could touch on the health of dogs, how to keep them healthy, advances in food and medicine. I could tie in a whole episode about the dog industry in and of itself. Entrepreneurs with their vans driving around home-to-home grooming dogs in the back of their four wheels. Or teenagers hired as dog walkers. I could talk about the rise of dogs on social media. Some are very popular. Dogs on the internet, dogs in handbags, dogs with bows. Dogs and their archetypical, archetypal owner. Thinking of the wrinkly old hound sitting by the feet of his equally wrinkly but also often drunk old man on his porch. You know that guy, the one that's always getting ready to either give a prophetic warning of some kind or betray his relaxed demeanor with a crooked look about how how much kids have changed these days. (laughs) That's neat. But the truth is, These are all mimetic commodities. These are like a churning of various facets of a dog's life into some type of content with a sheen. You know, it's 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 lifeless, but it's but it's but has a sheen to it. You know, these scientific cliches, you could have these cinematic cliches. You can intellectualize it, make it cutesy, fun, 
all with the clean edges one expects from the sleek progress of modernity. But that's not the truth about dogs. Whether it is that withered old man or the rainbowed freak with the dog or the little boy, the truth about dogs is the relationship they have with us. And no Instagram post, no film clip, no history of breeding YouTube video can compare or capture and arrest a dog's essence. What they do, how they are, who they are, and who they are in relation to us. Now, when I am out and about in this beautiful, great state, North Idaho, I see dogs much differently than the place I lived before here. So not every dog owner and dog culture is the same. But the nature of the dogs and the people here and the nature itself is something special. It does encapsulate that Americana, more so than like these urbanites that, yeah. I lived, I used to live in a place that was very humid and would see people walking around the park in the dead of summer heat and humidity with huskies. And it was, it was all for show. You know, you think a show dog is just something you'd see on TV. No. No, it's something on Instagram. It's something in the liberal park. <laughs> I did once see a pit bull and his owner hiking Tubbs Hill. And I just thought, you know what? Let's get you on a bus. <laughs> Let's get you and your dog on a bus back to Austin, Texas, wherever the heck you came from, you and that dog don't belong here on Tubbs Hill. Nope, sorry, you do not. It's an amazing thing that we have here in North Idaho because even though dogs are domesticated, most of them really like being outside. Yes, yes, not all of them, not all of them. And it's important, I think, to have all kinds of dog breeds, even you know the smaller ones, not so much when they're used as like a surrogate for like some 20-something who thinks she's, you know, can't afford kids because the price of, you know, her makeup's gone up or whatever. <laughs> but um, we're very fortunate here. And I had been extremely blessed to have made a friend who had a dog named Lucy. And Lucy was a golden retriever and probably the best golden retriever out there. Certainly the best one I ever met, but hey, I never met Air Bud. So, you know, <laughs> I know everyone likes to say that about their dogs, but this wasn't my dog. This was someone else's dog. So I'm saying it about someone else's dog. And my friend said, hey, you don't have a dog. If you ever want to take Lucy out on a hike, 
go for it. And I have so many uh, great pictures and memories, but the thing that exists during the hike, right? The thing that exists with even like the hunter and his dog, that thing that is happening, maybe it's it's captured in in books you know that that's probably the best medium to kind of experience it without the real thing but this dog lucy would go where you told her to go come when you told her to come never bother anybody whether it was summer whether it was snow in the winter lucy was so happy to be outside. It made me happy to be outside. And there were times, <laughs> there were times when I was up very early because my friend, I knew he would be up early. And so I'd say, hey, I would like to come get the dog really early. And, you know, he'd <laughs> answer the door after getting out of the shower with nothing but a towel on. He's like, here you go, have fun. And it would still be dark out. And Lucy and I would go out and I would have just finished a cup of coffee, but still dragging a little bit. And to see how happy and enthused and energetic Lucy was, well, gosh darn it, heck, that made me happy, enthused, and energetic. And there was something I could experience more about nature and myself and God with Lucy being there. And uh, I'm very, very grateful for that and very grateful for Lucy. Um, a great dog, absolutely amazing uh, companion. Absolutely amazing. Uh, she taught me a lot. Mm. So rescue dogs are a big, big thing. And I know it's kind of a joke that people like to brag about it being a rescue, but it's, it, it is a real thing. There's some people at work that have lockers and on their locker is a magnet that's in the shape of a paw print. And it says, who rescued who? And I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit about at it because you because of everything I just said at the opening of the show, you're you're taking something that's really special and turning it into like this cheap Chinese made product. Like, and 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 the relationship that we have with these products it be, becomes part of the way we think and feel about the thing itself. That's that's what makes it. Oh, why not just you know? People might say, well, why not just let someone have that on their locker if they like it. Just can you just let people enjoy things? Uh, but but that's why that's why it it, it changes. Anyway, anyway, I I do understand though where that is where that that's coming from. Um, but at the same time, um, it's man's man's best friend, meaning like mankind's best friend, not a man's a man's best friend man's best friend. So 
I did a little bit of research on how that came to be. So I'm going to go ahead and and uh, tell you a little bit about that. The friendship between mankind and dogs. Okay, that's what we're talking about here. So scientists, scientists believe that dogs were first domesticated by humans around 15,000 years ago. There's a few theories on how the friendship began. One theory is that wolves, the ancestors of dogs, began to scavenge around humans for food, like human settlements. The wolves would come around and be like, hey, hey, what, what you got there? Don't worry, I, I won't kill you. Um, and so they began to associate humans with food. And they became, began to approach humans more and more often, and eventually they started living together on a regular basis. Hmm, okay. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe. Another theory is that humans may have actually captured wolves and raised them as pets. Obviously, that's very risky, but man is a, is a risk-taking creature, right? Perhaps we were able to tame them and socialize them and civilize them from a young age. Why not? Have you seen, you've seen these videos online of bears? People do it with bears, I, you know. So whatever the exact circumstances of their domestication, uh, it is clear that we have a beneficial relationship, not just to one another, but to the things around us, to nature. And every time that you're heading in to this beautiful state from the West, what are you going to pass in Post Falls? I, I see it every time. It's the Greyhound track. The Post Falls, I think it's actually called the Coeur d'Alene uh, I, I want to say it's called the Coeur d'Alene Greyhound Park. It operated from 1988 to 1995. Now, Greyhound racing tends to be a very touchy subject with some people. But did you know that there's only two active Greyhound racetracks that are still around the United States? No, the one in Post Falls isn't one of them. Although I think it would be so cool if once in a while there was some big family event where you got to watch dogs race. I think it would be so cool. I had the popcorn, the kids, the dogs, the little fake bunny or whatever they put on the, the rail that they chase. They love to run, by the way. I, Greyhound dogs, they lay around a lot, um, believe it or not. But then when they, they go outside, they like to run. It's, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Now, there are, uh, unfortunately, laws on the books against... I, I say unfortunately, so you know where, where I am on, on the issue. I want dog racing to come back to the Greyhound Center, or at least a dog show. Is there any dog things? Dog things should happen there. I've been there, too, for a gun show, and the track was, it was cool. It was cool to look at. The seating was cool. It was a nice place. 
but it's illegal in Idaho. It's illegal in pretty much everywhere. It's not illegal in Wisconsin, Connecticut, Kansas, and Oregon. Oregon, that's a surprising one. But they don't have uh, they don't have any active tracks. And it's legal in other states, in Alabama, Arkansas, Iowa, Texas. But they don't have any. Uh, they, 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 it's legal there, but they don't. They don't. Uh, it's 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 just it's strange to me that it became like a state thing. It's almost as if it's almost as if because uh, so the history of the history of greyhound racing in general, generally speaking, comes from uh, Europe, of course, and it's actually kind of interesting. They would they would run dogs to to hunt, and it became a sport, and then. It became very popular over here to just go ahead and race them like horses. <laughs> and when did that peak? Well, according to the internet, you know when it peaked. The 1980s, when everything peaked, right? When everything when everything was just at the top. Um, but, and it was a family event, and it was a, a fun thing. You had tracks all over the country. You could almost think of them as different like wrestling regions. Wrestling used to be divided up into different uh, regions before Vince McMahon took over all the different regions and we have what we have now. But folks from Nebraska would travel up to Idaho that would travel, you know, to Florida. Like it was, it was a really neat thing. But then some group, who could it be, went through and decided, no, we're going to go ahead and shut this down. Of course, there were bad practices happening, right? There's, I mean, anytime there's an animal around, but but what what these same I, I can guarantee you, these same groups that are like against greyhound racing are probably the first in line to stand up for pit bulls, and that ain't us, okay? That, <laughs> um. But anyway, so 1988 to 1995, that was when the Greyhound track was in operation in the beautiful state of North Idaho. Probably a lot of fun things happened there. Now, you can go there for different events. Like I said, I went to a gun show. You can you can um, go ahead and... Check out what they have going on. I'm trying to pull up. I'm 80% sure I had their itinerary bookmarked. But it just linked me to the... <laughs> of course it did. So the Greyhound Park and Event Center is what it's called now. And the link just takes you to... Uh, takes you to the visitpostfalls.org. Here we go. GPEventCenter.com. Thank you for your patience, podcast listeners. <laughs> Is this a broken link? How come you can't just type in postfallschamber.com? Show's falling apart. Show's getting attacked by a pit bull right now. 
Well, how about this? I'll tell you when the next gun show is there because that seems to be what's what's <laughs> what's going on there a lot. So, do do do. How about boom, boom, August twenty sixth to the twenty seventh. That's just in a couple weeks. You can go Post Falls Gun Show. It's probably the one I went to last year. So go ahead and go to gunshowtrader.com. Very disappointed that there's them not able to find. I thought I had it. All right. Well, so you can go to a gun show there. That'll be fun. But man, think about what it, cool it would be to have some greyhounds racing there. Absolutely fantastic. All right. And if you need a place to go ahead and hike with your dog, I can't think of a better place to put this hike than on episode nine, the K9 episode. And that's Scotchman Peak. If you don't know, now you know. This is the crown jewel of summits for North Idaho. It's in Clark Fork, and it is hours and hours going straight up. And... I mean, it's going up and it's beautiful the whole way up because you can look behind you and see some, some really amazing beauty. So I highly recommend you do that. God bless dogs everywhere except pit bulls, but especially God bless Lucy and her family. All right, everyone, that is the show. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, I'll be back with you. We got some interviews going on this week. I think you're going to really like what I have in store, especially if you liked this episode. Email the show, G, G, cdaheights at gmail.com, cdaheights at gmail.com. I am Patrick. I'm so glad you guys joined me. I hope you have a great week. Be good, be real, be beautiful.